0: Hey there, welcome to Not Your Ordinary Girl, a podcast for professionals looking to find their voice, define their brand, and maximize their impact. Episodes are a collection of lessons from real life, interviews with people doing incredible things, tips and tools to get you on your way to realizing your infinite career possibilities. So today we're going to be talking about five things that you can do this fall to give your career a boost. I love this time of year. It's back to school. And while the kids are all shopping for new notebooks and pencils and paper and backpacks and lunchboxes, it's a really good time of year to just kind of refocus a little bit. It's kind of the home stretch. We have four months till the end of the year. And it's a really good opportunity to just become more focused, more structured, back on schedule, and really intentional about what it is that we're doing and where we're going with our career. So I thought it would be a really good time to talk about some things that we can be doing this fall in the next four months to kind of give things a bit of a boost before we start the new year and we assess how we've done this year. So along those lines, the first thing is goals take a look at our goals. What have what have we been doing so far for, you know, the first eight months of the year? Where are we at on our goals with respect to our career, our training, our networking, whatever professional goals we set for ourselves? And where are we at? Have we been making progress? Have we kind of slowed down a little bit because it was the summer and we were taking some time off we were focusing on family focusing on ourselves spending a little bit more time balancing our work and our life absolutely totally awesome if that's what you've been doing but now it's fall it's kind of time to buckle down and finish out the year really strong so let's take a look at your goals the goals that you've set for the year are there any in there that you haven't really tackled yet Maybe it's one that you've kind of been putting off or one that you're not really looking forward to, or maybe it's an easy one, but pick one of your goals, both professionally and pick one personally that you want to work on. Say personally, you want to walk at lunchtime. The weather's starting to get nice, perfect time of year to go outside and your lunchtime and go for a walk. Maybe you want to bring your lunch to work. Maybe you want to drink more water throughout the day. Maybe you want to get more sleep, whatever it may be. Take a look at your goals personally and come up with something that you can do for the next couple of months that will really impact you positively, emotionally, mentally, physically, however it will be so that when you're going to work, you feel better. Maybe you just need more sleep. Maybe you need a little bit of you time to sit down and do some recreational reading, whatever it is. Think of something on your list that you'd really like to tackle and make that a priority. The other area is professionally. Is there a training that you've been wanting to take? Is there a class? Fall is a great time to audit a class at a local university. Many universities will let you audit their class for free. You don't get credit for it if you're going for a degreed program, but if you're just trying to learn something new, there's many colleges that let you come and audit a class for free. You could go online and use YouTube or LinkedIn, Google, all kinds of different things out there. You can look up different skills that you can work on. Perhaps your job requires you to use Excel or PowerPoint. There are so many free or paid versions of those types of training online that you can take to improve your skills. Maybe you're already a whiz at Excel, but you're not quite sure how to do the macros. And that would really make a difference. Google that and and make it your mission for this fall to really work on that. Practice it in your free time and get good at it. These don't have to be big things. They can be little things. We're talking about 15 minutes a day if you're super swamped. Everybody going back to school and trying to get on schedule, and now we've got fall sports and holidays and all of that. I get it. It's really hard to find time in our busy schedules to focus on the things that we need to do. So don't overwhelm yourself with adding to the renewed routine of the autumn, but give yourself a little bit of time to really just focus on something that you need to be doing. The next thing I would suggest is take a step outside your comfort zone. Think about something that would really impact your career positively. Maybe you could step up and volunteer to take on a different project. Maybe you could step up and volunteer to mentor or train younger or newer staff. Maybe you've been really putting off offering to do some kind of a leadership role because it's a bit of a stretch or whatever it may be, think of something that could really stretch you a little bit that you could focus on at work that, for starters, it'll take away from the the day-to-day, every day that you do all the time. It changes things up just a little bit. Change of season, might as well change things up at the office a little bit. Maybe your organization does brown bags. Think of something that you enjoy doing or something you like or something you're really good at that you can share with your co-workers or your colleagues at work. And you can bring it in and volunteer to do a brown bag on whatever topic that is. This will do a lot of things for you. One, it's going to make you more contacts. It offers the opportunity for networking, which I'll talk about in a minute. Two, it's going to get you on the radar of your leadership, which again, never a bad thing. And Three, it's going to give you the opportunity to shine. You have a chance there to go and kind of put yourself on the spot, but at the same time really demonstrate something outside of the box, something outside of your comfort zone that you can really share with others, teach others how to do. The next thing is networking. And I mention this because so many of us are really reluctant to spend time networking. It's time consuming, a lot of times for for, especially for introverts, it's very awkward and uncomfortable. You're really kind of in a position where how exactly should I do it? When should I do it? I'm very busy. I don't have time. And it's such a powerful tool in our careers. Look at it as this way: it's fall. There are a lot of fall activities, a lot of things going on, different activities, different functions, football games, baseball games, fall festivals, all kinds of different ways that you can find to integrate networking into what it is that you're already doing. Why not try and find different activities that are happening in the fall? Look them up. Maybe there's a Halloween party. Maybe there's a a fall function, back to school, whatever it may be. The people that you're networking with don't necessarily have to be people that you work with every day. Networking opportunities present themselves all over the place. Um, You could go to a winery and go wine tasting and run into somebody while you're doing the wine tasting, start talking to them. They could be your next client. They could be your next job opportunity. You never know where you're going to meet someone that can positively impact your career. You just have to be open and looking for the possibilities of building your network with different people. I used to really be very shy. I would go out and talk and hang out with whomever it was I was out and about with, focus on my my social group, and never even think about the possibilities of anybody else that you run into. And it's amazing when you start looking at everybody you come in contact with as a potential contact, anybody, the person ringing you up at the register, the person waiting on you, the person you're standing next to at a restaurant or at a bar or at a sporting event, even at your children's activities. These are people that are all professional individuals just like us. And we never know what those connections could bring. Many times we look at networking as a one-sided activity. And I get this. We're all thinking about how we can build our network so that it will work to our favor so that we can look for our next position, our next opportunity, our next leg up, if you will. But a lot of times you could be that person for someone else. You could be that connection that they really need. And I say this because I really feel like it's a give and take you may be the the source of help to them on the front end but you never know where they're going to end up what's going to happen and when they may be able to reciprocate so don't just look at networking as a what can i get out of it how can i how can i leverage this person who are they going to introduce me to how are they going to help me a lot of times you could help them and that's not a bad thing. You get so many benefits from that. One, just a good feeling that you've helped somebody out. Two, you are networking with them and you are broadening your network because you're, you're meeting somebody in a different industry, in a different job, in a different career, in a different world, whatever it may be, that at some point in the future, they may be able to help you or they j- may just become a good friend. They may come become a good colleague. They may just be some that you run into when you're at that place again and you say hi to. But isn't it worth taking the chance to try and build your network and be a little bit more friendly, a little bit more social with everybody you come in contact with? And even for us introverts, it's not that hard to just say hi, small talk. How's it going? Are you? Do you come here often? Whatever it may be, there's a lot of different ways you can start the conversation. Just imagine that it's someone that you know, someone that you want to become friends with and just are curious about what they do, where they're from. And you know what? There are a lot of people out there that are going to shut you down and not be interested in socializing with you at all. And We could choose to take that and internalize that and really be uncomfortable with the fact that we've been shut down, or we can roll with it and just assume that, you know what, maybe they're having a bad day. Maybe they're even more introverted than we are. Maybe they're just uncomfortable with this and move on to the next person. If you're super uncomfortable with the in-person networking and really drumming up a conversation with people that you meet in person, perhaps really focus on your LinkedIn Get on LinkedIn, beef up your profile, take a look at it, make sure all your information's in there, link to a few groups, read through your feed of the different people that are posting there, comment on their articles that they're posting or the the reposts of different other articles that they're posting up there. Drum up some conversation there. Even if you want to do it on Facebook or Instagram or even Twitter, if it's more comfortable for you to do networking kind of to get your feet under you get practice about putting yourself out there online is a great way to really do that without actually having to be in person it takes some of the pressure off of it and you can really build your network that way as well the next thing I'll suggest is a little bit of fall cleaning kind of like spring cleaning only in the fall same difference right We're coming into the fun time of year, all of the holidays, things are going to get really busy with activities, events, functions, parties, all of those types of things that we talked about earlier. And it's so much easier to be effective and efficient and productive when we're organized and structured and neat and tidy, you know? So go through your desk, go through your office, your workspace, whatever it may be, Take a look around. Are there files that you can go ahead and and get rid of, shred, bin, whatever it is that you do with old files? Are there files that you need to start compiling to get ready for the end of the year for taxes or, or whatever that may be? Take a look around and just see if your workspace is optimized for productivity. If it is a friendly environment to be working in. Sometimes, you know, without even realizing it, we end up with all of these piles all around us. And because we've been working in that every day, day after day, week after week, you become immune to it. I think that sometimes we just don't even see the mess anymore. But if you really take a look around and see if there are ways that you can neaten up your workspace and get more organized... It'll make it feel a little bit more pleasant, number one, to be working in that workspace. Plus, it'll be a lot more efficient. The same goes for your online presence. Take a look at your email box. What does your inbox look like right now? Uh, I'm terrible at this. I'm going to say I think I've probably got 5,000 emails in my inbox that I need to, to go through and organize, right? But that's one of my tasks for the next couple of weeks is to really sit down and be intentional about what's going on with my inbox. Make sure that I'm not behind on any responses. And I, I flag everything and put dates. I really maximize outlook because I, I love all the different functionality of it. But sometimes when you are over utilizing those things, as I do, I think that sometimes I become a little bit a little bit behind in in handling them all because they've all got markers on them. So I figure, oh, if it hasn't popped up with a reminder, I don't need to worry about it. But I could be a little bit more proactive and be a little bit more organized in how I do it. Maybe file away some of the old emails that you don't need or throw away the emails that you don't need. However However you keep your inbox. Take a look at your desktop. Is it completely covered with all of the last 50 documents that you saved and haven't put in file folders and organized. Look, there are folks that work really, really well in chaos. If you're one of those people and you cannot function if things are neat and tidy, then more power to you. But a lot of us do not function very effectively in that situation. A lot of us, it takes a lot longer to find the files and figure out what it is, and it really does add stress. I know, at least for me, if my desk area is messy, I have a really hard time focusing because I'm constantly thinking I need to clean up my desk. I need to clean up my desk. I'm just going to do one more thing, then I'm going to clean up my desk. But I get so caught up in doing what I need to do for the day, I don't get to the desk until later, but I know that if I would just take five minutes and clean up my desk, I would be a lot less distracted through the day because I won't be thinking about how I should be cleaning up my desk. So think about your workspace in that manner. Take a look around and see if there are ways that you can organize stuff. It's gonna be fall soon. Maybe put a pumpkin in your office, put some fall flowers, whatever inspires you and and makes you excited about this time of year that kind of re-energizes you for the next couple of months to really kind of freshen things up. Okay, and my last nugget is strengths. We all have different strengths, and we've talked about it here on the podcast before. And I'm gonna suggest take a look at all of the different strengths you have. There's a fantastic book by Tom Rath, and it's it's all centered around the Gallup Strengths Finder 2.0. It's called Discover Your Clifton Strengths. It's a really great tool that you can use anywhere. In your career. I, I really like the the write-up that you get, and, and basically what you do is you go online to Gallup. You can Google Strengths Finder 2.0 by Gallup, and there is a quiz that you'll take, answer a bunch of questions. They've got a shortened version where you'll get your top five strengths, or they have a longer version. Um, I, I want to say it's like $15, $20. If you get the book, the, the Discover Your Strengths book from Amazon. It's like $15, and there's a coupon in there, so you get to take the test for free. The book's a really helpful tool because it helps to analyze the feedback that you get from the test, and it'll talk to you about how to leverage those strengths with working with different people, how to work with people that have those different types of strengths. There are a variety of different tests you can take online, like your Myers-Briggs or your Social Styles. And they all teach you a little bit about how you learn, how you lead, how you how you operate. The Strengths Finder I found to be really helpful, not necessarily in the responses that they gave, but in the descriptions of how they really break down all of the different things that go into your different strengths. And I found the the write-up that they provided me to be super useful. For things like my resume, the the words and the descriptions that they use to talk about my strengths are ways that I would have never articulated them before. I mean, I know some of the things that I feel that I do well, other areas that I feel that I could improve upon, and they really walk you through what areas you are most adept at based on the, the test that you take. They have a long list of different strengths in the book. That may not be in your top five. And again, they all have different descriptions around them on how they are describing the actions that you take for these strengths, the way you can apply these strengths to your career, to individual situations at work, to problems, to challenges, to victories, whatever it may be. And they really break it down to talk to you about how to be consistent in your strengths and how to grow your strengths and how to leverage them to maximize your impact at work and to really maximize your trajectory for your career. So, if you're looking for it's not a very long read, you know, maybe a couple hundred pages. It's it's a small book, so it'll fit in your bag. You can read it on the train, you can read it on the plane, wherever it is that you're going. I'm sure you can probably get it on Kindle or your phone, whatever your e-reader device is. And like I said, with the book, you get a coupon to take the strengths finder for free, and it will give you that feedback. And if you are one of those folks out there that's looking for a new job right now and you're working on your resume, I really recommend this as, as an invaluable tool to provide you some really good 25-cent words for your resume, and they will be personalized to you. So because you're taking the test, it'll say, you know, your first te- your first strength is organization. I, I'm just throwing that out there as an example. But it'll break down all of the different ways that it applies to you and give you some sentences for how it's a strength. And you can literally directly pull some of those sentences and put them in your resume because it's true. It's describing your strengths. And often I find that, again, I know what my strengths are. I know what some of my weaknesses are. I know from feedback from other people, but I can't always articulate it in a manner in which I feel sounds professional and constructive and and fully transparent and even sometimes i think we sell ourselves short a little bit because we don't want to brag and this offers a really good way to humbly brag about ourselves but it's not necessarily us doing it because someone has provided us feedback based on our inputs so take a look see what you think i would love to hear what some of your strengths are and what you learned from from taking the test if you want to Leave a comment on the website at notyourordinarygirl.com. I'd love to hear about it. So with that, good luck in refocusing this fall and getting reorganized and giving your career a little boost. I hope that you have fantastic weather wherever you are and enjoy the smell of autumn leaves and pumpkins and all the great things that go along with fall. Have a great day. Alright, so thanks for tuning in to Not Your Ordinary Girl. I hope you enjoyed it. Head on over to notyourordinarygirl.com and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Feel free to drop me a note with any topics you'd like to hear about or feedback, and please go ahead and recommend it to your friends. Until next time, remember to always stand up and be confident, stand by all that you do and say with integrity, and stand out because after all, there's only one